You are listening to the Scars and Guitars podcast. My name is Andrew Mackay-Smith, and this is my conversation with a fellow called Dean Back. He's the bass player in Canadian outfit Theory of a Dead Man. Now, the reason for the conversation is to promote the band's Tour of Australia, which is occurring through June of 2018. Let me read out some dates. Friday the 22nd, they're playing Sydney. Saturday the 23rd, they're playing Brisbane. Sunday the 24th, they're playing Perth. And Tuesday the 26th, they are playing Melbourne. Now, originally, when I got the invite to chat to Dean, I thought it was to promote the band's album. So you'll hear through the conversation that I didn't realise a tour was happening. Sometimes these happen and you don't read the notes that are sent to you by John. My apologies. Anyway, it's still a really good chat because we're able to talk about the bass guitar, which I'm a bass guitarist, as some of you long-time listeners will, of course, be aware. So let's have a listen to what Dean has to say. Here we go. Hey, Dean. How are you, mate? Good, good man. How are you doing? Yeah, plugging away, plugging away. Have you are you in the middle of a bit of a, a an Australian indie press junket at the moment, or am I the first person that you've spoken to from from Australia today? You're the first one that I've spoken to. Yeah, I know the other guys have uh, had a couple of interviews. Cool. But, uh, the first for me. Yeah, no, that's good. Well, I did uh, when John put out the call. Very cool. For the interview with uh, a member of the bandmate, I did specifically select you, and that's because I'm a bass guitarist, and I always love talking to a high-profile bass guitarist, so there you go. <laughs> oh, amazing. That's awesome. Cool. Mate, let's kick things off. Uh, actually, before I do, how much time have we got? Uh, I think, like, uh, two and a half hours. Five forty-five. I'm assuming so, like ten minutes or so. Ten minutes. Okay, cool, mate. All right. Well, you've got an excellent new album out called Wake Up Call. What do we need to know about it? Uh, it's a little bit of a departure for us. Um, we uh, we we approach this record uh, a little bit differently. Uh, traditionally, when we uh, wrote music, it was uh, sit with an acoustic guitar and. Uh, you know, Tyler would come up with a bunch of ideas. And yep. uh, this time around, Tyler wanted to put the guitar down, uh, and he has a piano at home now, and he, he wanted to write some songs with uh, the piano and kind of get himself out of uh, out of uh, his comfort zone. So the, the music that he, and songs that he'd come up with were, uh, were quite a bit different from what we traditionally had done. And when we started getting uh, uh, some of the ideas sent to us from him, uh, you know, I, I got so excited about it. I'm like, ah, oh, this is fresh, this is new, this is something different. Cool. And uh, I was so excited to, to get, a, get going on it. Uh, so when it came time to, to think about uh, producers and stuff like that, you know, we, our last four records were all done in Los Angeles with the same producer and the same production team. Yep. Uh, and we kind of thought that uh, with the new, the new sound, it was a good idea to, to maybe to go out and search for someone new. So we found a Swedish yeah. producer, Martin Treffy, and uh, we really liked some of the stuff that he had done. So we got on the phone with him, and uh, we talked to him for a bit, and we were wondering if you'd think about coming over to the States and, and record, and he's like, you would, but uh, he's got his own studio in London, England that he uh, that he feels comfortable recording in, and he wondered if we were into that. So uh, we all kind of talked about it, and we're like, yeah, why not? Like, this, is, this is something <laughs> totally different, and... Uh, yeah. Let's do it. So we, we went over to uh, London, England for seven weeks, and it was awesome. 
Yeah, I don't know what it is about Sweden at the moment. No, you're talking about a Swedish chap producing you in London, but Sweden's producing some extraordinary bands, but also some extraordinary producers. So there's a, the, the gent that's produced your album and a fellow that you might have heard of called Jens Bogren, who's doing a lot of metal bands at the moment, which is typically the, the artists that I interview. But yeah, always very fertile musical ground over there, that's for sure. So did the producer impart any particularly Swedish words of advice or wisdom onto the band? Uh, I don't know if it, it definitely had a European feel. It definitely, uh, um, being in, in, you know, recording in England, it had this sort of history in the, the old building that we were in. And, yeah. you know, we used to, whenever we recorded, we were in this dark room that was no windows and everything, but this was completely opposite. It was wide open. There was windows and sunlight coming through. And, uh, you know, we used to record very isolated. You know, uh, the drummer would be in one room and, the, you know, guitars would record here and the bass would be recorded there. And, you know, sort of yes. individually as well. But, you know, a lot of the recording took place just jamming. We'd all be in the big same room. And uh, with the exception of the drums, we'd be in a, an isolated room. Yeah, we would just get in the same room and uh, just let it go, and it just—I think it comes across more organic on this record too. It just okay. it feels again. Uh, you know, I think that was a bit of a European player there. Okay, there you go. Now for my favourite bit, mate. As I mentioned uh, at the beginning of our chat, I am a bass guitarist, and it's always such a thrill to talk to a high-profile bass guitarist who's actually touring the world and has uh, platinum albums under your belt, that sort of thing, mate. So. Made the bass guitar, was that the first choice of instrument for yourself, or did you start on the guitar and migrate that way? Yeah, I started on the guitar. And uh, it's funny, actually, that's how Tyler and I uh, met. We went to the same guitar school. We had two different teachers. Um, oh. And then we, we got a job at the same restaurant working together. Uh, so we kept crossing paths with each other. And um, I was always kind of a, a bedroom player, just like to go into my room and play and Yep. You know, one day we were we were sitting at the restaurant after work, and he's like, I'm thinking of uh, starting a band, get some guys together, are you interested? And I was like, yeah, for sure, let's let's, let's give it a shot. Uh, but they, he already had two guitar players. Like, but we need a bass player. I'm like, sure, I'll play bass. <laughs> I just wanted <laughs> to be in a band. So uh, Sweet. sort of uh, picked up the bass guitar from there, and uh, the rest is history. So the albums have always had a massive bass sound. So I haven't actually checked online, but I'm going to try and guess what your rig might include. So I think you either use Warwick basses or Schecter uh -huh. basses, or Spectre, I should say, and um, you might go through Ampeg amplification. Have, have I got it right there or am I completely off? I am playing Spectre basses, yeah. Okay, got that. I, I, I could hear that. I played them from day one. I, I've, I've veered away for a little bit. I, I played Gibson for a while, but I'm back to, to playing Spectres. And I actually play uh, Mesa Boogie stuff. Mesa, you know, okay, Mesa yeah. Boogie, big block. Yeah, we get a little bit of Mesa down here. It's not. It's yeah. got a good distribution, but it's more of a um, of a guitar thing, not necessarily a bass thing. I know they do bass stuff, but in Australia, the two biggest brands I'd probably say are uh, Ampeg and Galleon Kruger, and I play Galleon Kruger, and I play most weekends, and uh, I've got a 1001RB, which doesn't let me down, and I play Music Man basses because I play a lot of funk and disco style music, uh, which is really interesting for me because uh, I tend oh, to... Cool. I tend to listen to a lot of rock, hard rock, and heavy metal, but I tend to play a lot of funk and disco music 
um, like Kylie Minogue and Madonna and that, that sort of stuff, primarily yeah. because they're interesting bass lines. Right, that's very cool. Yeah, Guns N' Roses was a huge, huge band for me, so Galen Kruger, you know, I've always played Galen Kruger. I always, yeah. I always love that stuff, too. Yeah, actually, I'm... Um, yeah, actually, Stephen Adler's in the country at the moment. I had a chat to him last week about all sorts of interesting things, but I'm going to try and catch up with him on Saturday and continue my discussion with him about UFOs and aliens that we dived into, uh, as I say, last week when I had a chat to him. So, yeah, Guns N' Roses, you're spot on, mate. Um, Duff's a big Galleon Kruger player, but is there... Just talking about the, the way you contribute to the albums and the songwriting, is there anything about the way the songwriting, where you come in with a bass riff, for example, go, hey, lads, I've got this bass riff, let's build a song from here, or is a lot of it done where there's there's the guitar first and you just lay the bass over the top of that later? Uh, yeah, most of the songs come very uh, bare bones from Tyler. There's a, there's a, a rough structure and a rough sound, um, and sometimes he'll put like basic bass stuff on it, and sometimes there'll be none. So, uh, yeah, a lot of the stuff I just uh, come up with at home. I just uh, I'll sit and jam with the songs, like the bare bones, and then come up with ideas. And then uh, yeah. the funny thing about this record, too, is uh, normally we'll get, like, two weeks of pre-production just to, for us all, because we all live in different cities. We don't live anywhere near each other. Right. Yep. So a lot of the stuff is just playing by ourselves at home with the music. Um, so we'll usually get a jam room for about two weeks before we hit the studio just to tighten the songs up and, and sort of figure out what we all want to do. Yes, and we, when we were talking to the producer, he's like, no, 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 no. We want you guys in the room and I'm pressing record as soon as you start playing it. So some of these songs when they recorded were us playing these songs together for the very first time. Uh, okay, there's a bit of an urgency about things then, that whole live approach. Gotcha. I thought there was a bit of a different sound on this album here compared to what's yeah. gone by. It's far more, it just feels like an urgent album. It sounds like these songs are going to go down really well live. Yeah, yeah, we've uh, we've started playing uh, three or four of them now live, and some of the songs that, uh, especially early on in, in touring this record, a lot of the fans haven't heard any of these songs. Yeah, gotcha. And to hear them live too, there's a there's a different energy to it too. Uh, so it's uh, a lot of fun to play, and uh, a lot of the songs that uh, might not have as much oomph on the record as soon as we start playing them live it, it really brings it up a notch yeah hey, i better make this my last question because i'm aware i'm out of time but um when are you guys coming down is that on schedule yeah yeah we are going to be there uh at the beginning of july i believe late june early july cool gosh okay that tour obviously hasn't been announced yet but that's very soon Yeah, yeah, it's coming up. There's okay. four shows: Sydney, uh, Brisbane, Perth, and Melbourne. Well, I should be able to get to the Brisbane show, mate. So, mate, I better, I better let you go. Thanks so much for the chat. I've admired your work for a while now, and uh, congratulations on an excellent career. Oh, I appreciate uh, appreciate talking to you. Uh, I'm so excited to get over, and uh, uh, yeah, I'd love to see you if you, you come up to the show. Oh, we'll do, mate. I always try to get uh, not not much backstage, mate. But if we can catch up and talk shop again, mate, that'd be wonderful. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Talk to Atlantic or whoever set this up. No worries, mate. All right. All the best. Thanks very much again. No worries. Thank you for your time. Thanks, mate. Catch ya.
You are listening to the Scars and Guitars podcast. My name is Andrew Mackay-Smith, and that was my conversation with a fella called Dean Back. He's the bass player in Canadian outfit, Theory of a Dead Man. Really appreciate you listening. <laughs>